Welcome to the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast with your host, Tom Singer. In each episode, we explore the interesting lives of business leaders, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, and others who have a healthy dose of the entrepreneurial spirit. It is time to explore something cool. Now, here is your host, Tom Singer. Hey, hey, and welcome back to another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. Thanks for joining in. This episode is actually being released on Thanksgiving Day in the United States. And so I wanted to take today and just sort of give everybody a day off. I know there's a lot of people who listen every Tuesday and Thursday, and I wanted to take a very short episode so that you don't have to give a whole half hour today. You can spend the time with your family. Maybe the in-laws are over. You can play football in the backyard with the kids. After all, it's Thanksgiving Day. But I didn't want to not release a show. I'm pretty pretty true to my Tuesday and Thursday releases. I do my best to make sure that they come out on time. I work with my production company to make sure I get them turned in early enough so that a show always drops on a Tuesday or a Thursday. But I'll let you in on a little secret. I often don't get the shows in on time. It's just that Scott at Podfly does such a great job of taking care of me and making sure that uh, the shows come up when they're supposed to. But today, I wanted to drop sort of a gratuity bomb on you all. I wanted to go through what I'm thankful for. And there's so much that I am thankful for, but we get so busy. We live in this world where when you run into somebody, when you're walking down the street and you see an old friend and you go, hey, how are you doing? The first words out of their mouth is, oh my God, I'm so busy. And then they proceed to tell you about all the things on their calendar that makes their life so crazy and all the stress. And they tell you about, you know, what their boss makes them do and the pressures they have at home and with their kids and with their spouse and every little place they have to be and every errand they have to run. And it's just, I'm so busy. And I've come to believe that I'm so busy has become sort of a faux badge of honor in our society. Everybody wants to justify to themselves that they're doing something significant, that they're making a difference. And the way to prove it, at least to themselves, is to let everybody know just how busy they are. But the problem with that is when we run into that old friend on the street and we say, hey, you know, how you doing? They go, oh, I'm so busy. And they tell you everything. When it's our turn to talk, we often go back and say the same thing. Oh, yeah, I'm so busy too. And then we rattle back to them a list of our schedule and everything that we have going on. And my belief is, is that this doesn't draw people closer together. My observation is this pushes people apart. This I'm so busy becomes a competition. And I I kind of believe that inside, if we can prove to ourselves that we're busier than somebody else, maybe we can justify that we're better than somebody else. I don't know. There just seems to be this disconnect going on because everybody always says, oh, I'm so busy. I wanted to get together with somebody for coffee anytime in December. And their answer was, oh, I am so busy. I don't have 30 minutes the whole month of December. I actually don't know if that's true or if that's an exaggeration or if that's their own justification about how great they're doing. But I just don't believe any of us should use busy as a wall to seal us off from other people. So the question I get asked a lot when I speak and I talk about this, you know, I'm so busy is a faux badge of honor. People ask me all the time. They say, Tom, well, what happens when someone runs into you and they say, how are you doing? How do you reply? Well, sometimes I fall prey to this too. Every now and then I go, oh, I'm so busy. But I try to catch myself. When somebody asks me how I'm doing, I really prefer to reply, I'm so fortunate. And then I can tell them why I'm fortunate. And and some of the reasons I'm fortunate has to do with the items on my calendar. So maybe I do go through a list of the things I'm doing, and you could argue, well, you're just making that list of things that shows how busy you are. But I think when we start the conversation with I'm so fortunate, 
it reframes how we engage with other people. I don't think it becomes a competition of, oh, yeah, I'm so fortunate too, and I'm going to prove to you I'm more fortunate than you. I think the I'm so busy pushes us apart from people, but I think by saying I'm so fortunate, it brings people together. And on this day of Thanksgiving, on, on this day where we should take a step back from all of the busy and just take a really quick look at what we have going on in our life that makes us grateful. And what I've found is when I get really focused on the who and the what that makes my life good, when I really start thinking about the great things, I find more great things come my way. I think sometimes we ignore the things we're thankful for and we get so caught up in the tasks that we don't allow more good things to come right into our life. So on this Thanksgiving day, I thought I would just give you a short list of things I'm grateful for, and I hope it inspires you a little bit to think a little of what you're grateful for. So the first thing on my list is the foundation that I have in my life, and and that credit has to go to my parents and my siblings. I'm really fortunate. I had really good parents. Neither one of them are with us anymore. My my mom died when I was a teenager. My father passed away two years ago, almost two, two years ago next week, or in, in two weeks will be the two-year anniversary, but he was 99 years old. The interesting thing is, is that my parents were older when I was born. My mom was 40. My dad was 52. It was, in a way, it was like being raised by grandparents because they had already raised three sons. My brothers, my brothers were ages 10, 12, and 14 when I was born. And so by the time I was in fourth grade, all of my brothers had left for college and gone off and started their lives. And so I had this kind of different childhood where I had the advantages, the joy of having siblings. And, and let me tell you, my brothers are on that list of, of what gave me a good foundation. I have three older brothers who really are fantastic. And they were fantastic role models when I was growing up for many reasons. But one of the reasons why it was so great is they were so different. My dad and I used to joke that my dad said that all four of us had such different personalities. He said he couldn't have had four more different kids if we had been part of some weird science experiment. And there's some truth to that. And yet, as adults, I'm, I'm almost 50 years old. My brothers are almost, one of them's in his 50s, the other two are in their 60s. As adults, we all get along very well, but we're very different. But each of them inspired me in their own way when I was a kid. I I wanted to be more like them, but they were so different. I I like to think maybe I picked up a little bit of of what was special about each of them. But I had this different life because I had that, that advantage, that joy of having those siblings. And yet at the same time, I was an only child, and I had a really close relationship with my parents. And I'm very grateful for that. I'm so thankful for the example that they set for me early on and that my father set all the way up until almost his 100th birthday. And I have to say that when I think of things on Thanksgiving, I, I kind of got to close my eyes and say I was very fortunate in the fact that I got that good start. Of course, no list of what I'm thankful for would be complete if I didn't talk about my wife and kids. You guys who listen to the show know that I talk a lot about the fact that I've gone after this entrepreneurial dream, this this life of a solopreneur. But I couldn't have done it if my wife wasn't there behind me saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to do this. She's not an entrepreneur. She, she's not a risk taker. She didn't sign on to go you know, chase a dream of me being a speaker and a master of ceremonies and a consultant and a coach. And yet, from the time we launched this, she has always been there saying, okay, we'll make it work. And sometimes the money's good and sometimes the money wasn't as good. But she always was there saying, all right, we'll figure this out. We'll make it happen. And she doesn't get freaked out. Sometimes I get freaked out about money or about my business or about what the future is going to look like. But she always seems to be the rock who is there saying it's going to be okay. And she's right. 
And my kids are the same way. They they don't know anything different because they were young enough when I started this. But at the same time, they've always been cool about the fact that dad has to travel. One time somebody said something to my daughter about, you know, your dad's gone a lot. And she made some comment that, well, that's how daddy buys the toys. And what she meant by that was, you know, this is how he pays for the life that we're able to leave, the vaca- live, that the vacations we're able to take and everything else. And I hope that this lifestyle of being an entrepreneur, I hope that it gives them I hope it gives them a foundation and teaches them about how to go out into the world. But I am so grateful that they are by my side on this journey. Next on my list would be the people who I call my forever friends. And I think that you've heard me talk about this before if you listen to the show, that there are so many people who will come and go in your life. And these are great people. They're wonderful. But there are a small core group of people who are always going to be there through good or bad, no matter what happens. They just don't judge you. And I've been very fortunate. I've had friends throughout my whole life who I can't imagine my life without them. They've always been there. Recently, earlier this year, we had a friend and his wife and his daughter come and stay with us on their spring break. He and I met the first day of kindergarten. How many people are still friends where you're getting together when you're in your 40s and 50s with people who you went to kindergarten with? And I feel so fortunate that that he has been part of my life and that our extended group of friends have been part of my life really for all practical purposes forever. And there are so many other people. My business partner for New Year Publishing, Dave, you know, he helped me launch the speaking business. And, you know, I always tell people that you should have friends in your life who are willing to put in the time and the money to help you achieve their dreams. And so I am so grateful to have people like that in my life. But I'm also grateful for all those people who pass through because people come and go at certain times and for whatever reason, you don't talk to them all the time. And of course, it's easier now with social media and Facebook, but you know they come in for that time and they contribute to your life and you learn and you grow and you laugh and you cry. Those people are so important and so I'm always so grateful for all the people who've passed through my life. And of more recently, in the last six years, it's the friends I've made through the National Speakers Association. Now, I tell people all the time when they ask me about the business of speaking and how I was able to create my business, I tell them all the time that I could never have done it if I hadn't gotten involved with the National Speakers Association. And there's a lot of people out there who say, oh, I can do this business without that organization. I'm not a joiner. That's not for me. And I agree. You don't have to do it. And it's not the end-all of end-alls. But for me, I got involved with this association, and what it did was it brought me together with some peers, some friends. And these friends are people who have been on the speaking journey with me now for the last six, almost seven years. And honestly, they're some of the best people I've ever met in my life. And I count many of the people amongst that list of what have become forever friends. If I was to leave the business tomorrow, there are a dozen or half a dozen people who I've met the last six years who will be my friends forever. And anytime they were in Austin, they would call and we'd go to dinner. And anytime I was in their neighborhood, we would do the same thing. And so that association for me has been sort of a fraternity, sort of a a organization of like-minded people where we share so much, and I am so grateful that I found that organization, that I qualified for membership, that I was able to participate, and that the people in that group have encouraged me and, and, and guided me along this journey. So I'm really, really thankful that I have this career that has come out of my attempt to become a speaker. I, I'm very, very fortunate that I've been able to do this. So I want to be thankful and, and really really grateful because I think there's a lot of people who have dreams of what they want to do for a career who never are able for whatever reason to pursue them. 
And so on this day of thanks, I'm very, very thankful that I get to make my living speaking and being a master of ceremonies and and maybe inspiring some people along the way. So I'm really grateful for that. And then when I really thought about it, there was a couple things else I was really grateful for. And one of those was the city of Austin, Texas. You know, I moved here 25 years ago, somewhat by accident, thinking my wife and I thought we'd stay three or four years. And something happened along the way. We made friends, we put down roots, we raised a family. But Austin also became kind of a boomtown. And it was an inspiring place to be over the last 25 years because there's such a spirit of entrepreneurship. And I don't know that I could have built my own business if I had lived just anywhere. And so I'm really, really thankful for this city that I call home. So that's just a couple of things that are on my list. But I challenge you, what are you thankful for? Make a list. Sit down and write down five or six or seven things that you're really thankful for on this Thanksgiving day. And maybe share that list with some other people. And and you'll leave some things off. I'm sure that as soon as I hit, you know, the end of this little short episode, I'm going to say, oh my gosh, there were so many other things and so many other people who I should be grateful and show thanks for. But I'm not going to beat myself up for it. Because making this list and really thinking about what did I want to share with the listeners of, of what makes me thankful, it got me excited and it put my me in a different state of mind. So as you spend this Thanksgiving day or, or maybe you listen to this farther into the future, as you spend any day, take a few minutes thinking about what you're grateful for and let the people know. Let the people know who make a difference in your life that they're significant. Because just because you're grateful for something, if you keep it to yourself, maybe it you know makes you feel better. But when you go and tell other people that you're grateful for them, it makes their whole day a little bit brighter. So thank you for listening to Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. I really appreciate the listeners of this show. I'm really excited that I get to do this show. And and I get excited about the community that we're building. I love it when people send me a text and say, hey, that interview mattered or that thing you shared inspired me. So if anything you ever hear on this show really gets you excited, jump on over to iTunes and leave a review. Let other people know that this is a show that's on your must-listen-to list. And if there's something that you agree with, or even if you disagree with me, send me an email at tom at tomsinger.com. I want you to go out there and enjoy Thanksgiving. We're going to be back in a couple days with another episode of Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do. But in the meantime, go out there and have a great day. Thank you for being part of the Cool Things Entrepreneurs Do podcast. Without your participation and listening to these conversations, there is no show. Connect with Tom at tomsinger.com and follow him on Twitter at at tomsinger. This podcast was produced in part by Podfly.net. Podfly, passion for great sounding podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.